Welcome, everyone. This is Russ Galzo of Chronicles of the End Times. Very happy to be with you today. And I thought I'd do a special broadcast today, being that President Trump is going to announce that he recognizes, the U.S. recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, has plans to relocate the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. What does this mean? I've been asked that several times, so I decided to um, put this podcast together quickly. As far as the political ramifications go, I'll leave that to the professionals. I don't get into politics on a regular basis. I'm only interested in is what does the Bible say and how is it going to fulfill or not fulfill Bible prophecy? There's two things going on here, and all of it relates to Bible prophecy, obviously. Everything is looking towards Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. And those of you that are familiar with that and have listened to teachings on that, you know that it's the war, Russia and the Arab world against Israel, where God comes in and defends them in an incredible way. So what does this set the table to do? Obviously, this is going to, and already has, irritated the Arab world to a greater degree. All that said, there is a great whirlwind of things Putin is doing in the Middle East. He has contacted Libya's new guy, his new strong-arm guy, Khalifa Haftar, who is a former general in Gaddafi's army, whose forces now dominate uh, eastern Libya and will probably be able to overrun Tripoli in not too long. Haftar has met with Putin. Putin is galvanizing that relationship, as well as the relationship with Turkey, as well as the relationship he already has with Syria and Iran. The Kremlin has already deployed troops and fighter jets to western Egypt to join the country and the UAE, which is backing Haftar and his unifying fight against Islamics. So it's happening everywhere. There's hardly a country that he doesn't have his fingers in. And, of course, Saudi Arabia just sits there by itself, kind of trembling in its boots, along with Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel. He sees all this unfolding. He knows the score. The dominoes are falling. We see now that the Mideast, because of all the wars that have taken place since we can go back to 91, to the first Iraqi war, and that all the leaders in the different countries have been killed or stepped down. And now you have only Assad really left. And if you don't count Saudi Arabia, which is kind of in the middle of everything, They have no leaders except now for Assad in Syria. Now, Russia has moved in, as you know. They have settled in, taken over that warm weather port that they always wanted in Tardis, taken over the airports. They have brought in heavy equipment and tanks and their jets, their fighter jets, and they're never leaving. Those days of the U.S. having control of the Middle East are history. Unless you want to start World War III, Russia is not moving out of Syria. Add to that that Putin has linked a new deal with Turkey. You know, NATO's second largest standing army is in Turkey, and they're selling the most advanced, the S-400 air defense system to Turkey, and they've already deployed it in Syria, and they've sold the older one, the S-300, which is very advanced still and formidable, to Iran. Shipping in all these advanced air defense systems, 
And who do you think they're worried about defending? They're worried about attacks from Israel. And so now Russia is making sure that their Arab buddies all have the technology they need to shoot down Israeli jets in case anything should transpire. With these factors in place, now with President Trump recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, we have the combination of agitation of the Arab world and facilitation by Russia. All the ingredients for the war described by the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 38 and 39. It says, After many days you will be called to arms. In future years you will invade a land that is recovered from war, whose people were gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They have been brought out from the nations, and now all of them live in safety. You and all your troops and your many nations with you will go up, advancing like a storm, and will be like a cloud covering the land. There's so much more in that prophecy in Ezekiel 38 and 39. But for today, I wanted to bring your attention to the fact that we just need to continue to pray for Israel. No matter where Israel is spiritually, where you think they are, or where they really are, doesn't matter. God has promised that he will save Israel. Just like when we were out there doing whatever we wanted to do, living in sin, far from God, God promised that he would send a Savior to save us, and he did. And he made the same promise to Israel. He's going to save a remnant. Paul says there shall be a remnant, and that we as Gentiles should not get overconfident and not get boastful, because we are coming off of the root. The root is Israel. Our Old Testament, all the promises of the Messiah, all the promises of God, right on down to the birth of Jesus Christ and the cross and the resurrection, all comes from the root, all comes from Israel. And we are grafted into the vine, and we shouldn't be conceited. And think not, and pray not for Jerusalem and for the peace of Jerusalem, as God asks us to do. So today, I want you to take time to think about that and to pray. These are the last days, and every time we think We're as close as we can get, we get a little closer. And that's just the way it is. With Russia in place in Syria, with them building up the military all around and feeding the rest of the Middle East Arab nations with arms and the latest technologies and making alliances with Turkey. And Turkey is now moving slowly and slowly away from the U.S. and closer to Russia. With Assad, the only real true dictator left in that whole area, backed by this huge Russian army, we see all the ingredients for this war that is prophesied in Ezekiel. So we need to pray. We need to pray for Israel, as God has told us to do, and know that the king is coming. So be aware, my friends and my brothers and sisters, and stay on your knees, for God answers prayer. Thanks again for listening. This is Russ Galzo Chronicles, The End Times. God bless.